So back in 2005, my husband and I were elated to find out that we were expecting our first child. We'd been praying for God to bless us with children, so naturally we were just super excited and filled with joy. Around 11 weeks, I began experiencing some concerning symptoms. And at the time, we were volunteering as core members uh, with a youth group at church. So we kind of told the other leaders about what was going on. And we all prayed together, and they prayed over us. And I left feeling just this immense kind of calm and peace and just that everything was going to be okay and that God was going to protect our baby. And as we were leaving that night, a friend, you know, hugged me and was just really trying to console um, console me because I was, you know, a little bit upset and uh, just feeling uncertain about what was going on. And she just hugged me and said, everything's going to be fine. Don't worry. Bad things don't happen to good people. So as the week progressed and my symptoms kind of just continued to worsen, uh, we had scheduled an appointment. And then um, at that appointment, we found out that, that we had miscarried. And I was devastated. Um, I just immediately felt such a sense of loss and just questioned, like, why, God, would you do this to me? And I found myself even questioning my identity. Like, uh, this was my first pregnancy, so I sat there thinking, oh my goodness, like, am I ever going to be able to have children? And uh, we desperately wanted children. And did I do something wrong? And I found myself, you know, kind of going back to that statement that that friend had shared saying, you know, bad things don't happen to good people. And just, I just felt really lost and confused and sad. And we wanted this child, you know, we had prayed for this child. Why did this happen? It didn't make any sense to me at all. And a few days later, um, a dear friend of mine came over just to spend time with me. And when she walked in, we hugged and we cried. And she handed me a book. And the book, um, in large print on the cover, said, Why do bad things happen to good people? And immediately, I just broke down. And she had no idea the words that I had heard earlier in the week or that had been kind of running through my head. And... I don't believe in coincidence, right? Uh, So I instantly knew that this was the Holy Spirit um, guiding me to his truth in my suffering and not the lies that I had been telling myself. I realized I needed to break open all of the pain and sorrow and sadness that I was feeling to Jesus and just let him sit with me there. I realized that in my pain, I actually had been pushing God away, feeling this sense of kind of anger and uncertainty and just questioning things. And I realized he did not desire to cause me pain, but he most definitely desired to walk with me through it. So as I broke down and just poured out my heart to God, I was able to just see and feel his love in such a new and powerful way. This leads me to the fourth sorrowful mystery of the rosary, where Jesus carries his cross. This mystery focuses on Jesus's active role in his passion. Christ suffered. His agony, his scourging, his crowning, his crucifixion, these things all happened to him, and he manifested his love in silence. But in this fourth mystery, his suffering is no longer passive. He moves, bearing the weight of the sin of man. He actively takes that upon himself while still in pain, and he walks intentionally deeper into the suffering. It truly demonstrates his willingness to save all of the souls that he was sent for. 
And to me, this is just such a beautiful depiction of the immense love that Jesus has for his people. As he took the cross and looked up, he knew his time on earth was almost through. While the physical pain was intense, he also knew there would soon be joy as he would be with his heavenly father again. And what he came to accomplish on earth would be fulfilled. Jesus would provide a way for all of God's children to be reconciled to God the Father through himself. In his passion, as Jesus took all human suffering upon himself, he literally gave it new meaning. He used suffering to accomplish the work of salvation. He used it for good. His love literally transformed suffering so that this awful reality that is connected to evil might become a powerful good. So suffering now has a saving power. And that is how we as Christians can find meaning and purpose in suffering, what before we might have thought was totally useless. In the midst of this immense suffering that he demonstrates is where he demonstrates the heavenly perspective that we all are called to live with. In carrying this cross of shame, he was really on the road to glory. Let us enter into our suffering with the same heavenly perspective, that we too are on the road to glory. As we all know, suffering and hardships are going to happen. It's not if, but when. So I invite you during this season of Advent to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. A couple of weeks ago, Father Matthias asked in his homily, where do you go with your pain? Jesus is calling you to unite your pain and your suffering to him. He says, come to me. He wants to walk alongside us, enter in to reveal his truth, and lead us along the road to glory as well. God bless you.